Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How are you doing today, Luke? <sighs> getting You getting all that secondhand? <coughs> you getting that contact Oh high? my gosh, yeah. Oh, oh I'm... Uh, I'm I'm blazy over here, baby. Uh, you know, Oof. normally we record in the a room we call the Doom Tomb, That's but true. today it's the Doob Tomb. 420, baby. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, our episode is coming out on 420, and you uh, you're breaking all sorts of fire codes yep. here. Uh, you have a bong going. You have a uh, you have a joint going. Yep. You have uh, Bogart, this bad boy. Oh no, no, no! I, I could, I could not. I, I also I have several not. garbage can fires with just large yep. bushels of marijuana in there. I believe this is what the the kids call hot boxing. Yeah, I think we got just about an hour until it gets very toxic in here, and we're gonna have to vacate the premises. Absolutely. So yeah, special uh, happy four twenty to you happy, all happy hitler's birthday to you. oh that's right shoot um why does it have to be uh, i guess we should yeah it shouldn't be hitler's birthday that we're it should we should celebrate his death day more yeah absolutely happy death day like happy death movie. day um also like harry potter uh, in the book did you read the books of harry potter? i read the first one. Oh, uh, you got to read the second one there there's a great i got it uh i okay. just need to read it you got to read it uh there there's a great uh part of that book that they cut out of the movie it was like my favorite part of that book and it was them celebrate them the killing hitler no it's no in no prisoner of azkaban they travel even yeah. further back in time and kill hitler yeah it and you know i always thought that quentin tarantino stole the idea for inglorious bastards from <laughs> harry potter chamber of secrets no right. uh they uh the ghosts like nearly headless nick and peeves yeah, and yeah. The, they invite uh ron hermione and harry to a weed party to a death day party and it's like oh, a yeah. birthday party but they celebrate the oh, day oh yeah i feel like uh, i've been told about this great segment so uh enough about that uh what are these uh the the good people who have pl- press play on this podcast like what are they about to hear here if this is their first time uh, checking us out seeing a link somewhere they're like oh this sound the best song I-, I like songs i want to hear the best song ever so they press play what what are they gonna hear oh shit he's high <laughs> he is so high oh what What's he that? has couch oh, lock yeah. is that that's what they <laughs> what's it called couch lock is that something like where you get locked oh, into a couch know. or and um, um we're jesting of course i'm not really high you can't podcast high um, like l- unless your name is Doug Benson, the pod- oh, the podcast board made it illegal. If you're non Benson, that's folk. You have to get a permit, and the yeah. only permit we know of is Doug Benson. Oh, also, when I said Bogart, that bad boy, that is a reference to Third Rock from the Sun. Mm. It's like my favorite scene. He says, "A doobie, let's Bogart that bad boy." <laughs> <laughs> is a uh, JGL in that? No, that was Lithgow. Uh, He's a child. They're not gonna Bogart bad boys in front of him. Well, yeah, but I mean, child. They are aliens. Childs I guess. do do that. <laughs> yeah, and he's actually the oldest one among them. If you watch the show, but anyway, Brian, as you were talking about the new listeners, um, uh, why don't I fill you guys in? This is best song ever. It's 
comedy slash music slash competition show brian and i pick four songs and we uh do it in secret and then debut them for each other and you might hear me say lordy lordy barry gordy or you might hear brian say papa likey and that's our stamp of approval that is a point for us and then at the end we're gonna tally up all the points and the loser will face their punishment what you had an idea for the punishment today which i don't know if it's really a punishment but we'll roll with it you know it's not really a punishment i think uh it'll be fun either way but i I mean we just have to address kanye west's twitter account which he is back on twitter and at first i'm like whatever who cares which and then i started reading his tweets and i'm like this is fantastic did you see obviously he has like millions of followers do you see how many following how many people he's following just the one just the one kim kardashian west that's, that's a right. baller move it that's is. pretty sweet it is a baller move um i i think it's fan it's it's great he's only been back on for i think two days and he has mm. like 7.7 million followers to this point of course um so i feel like what we should do is have the loser give like a, a very theatrical reading yeah. of like the last i don't know three to five tweets that he has posted as of the end of the episode when we know who loses uh that person reads tweets from kanye's twitter account i think it's fun now i'm like hoping i lose so i know i get I, to do that <laughs> i i hope you lose too because i feel like you might be better at it than me and also because i like winning yeah you like charlie sheen in that way all right well why don't, why don't you get us started brian hashtag winning that's me i did a like long charlie sheen or i interrupted you last time to do a charlie sheen joke and cut it out because it was so terrible you did i like totally cut you off like you lost all your steam because uh to make a stupid charlie and then, sheen you, joke. And then you cut it out yeah. oh man so i'm gonna get us started here luke and i'm excited about the first song i'm playing because it has a rapper producer who I have not heard from since like 2006. Uh, long since time. F- like first uh, full length project in a long time. And he's teaming up with another r- rapper that I like, but I don't know a ton about. So it's offered me this opportunity to go and dig deep on his discography, which is like around seven albums or so so pretty good edon released an album back in 2000 called primitive plus and then another album in 2006 called beauty and the beat and that album i was obsessed with in college and my my roommates will tell you from that time i would not shut up about it loved it so much uh he is from the boston area and he produced it rapped and did and was and is a dj as well so he did a lot of scratching over it as well it was a lot of kind of a marriage of what was happening at the time in hip-hop with the past of hip-hop and it was just a great sound altogether. so he is producing this whole album and homeboy sandman is the rapper on it based on this first song that they've released just yesterday from this uh, it's a it's a great marriage. Homeboy Sandman is uh, funny, interesting, has a great delivery, and just 
I don't know. It's you'll you'll see. It's a pretty mm-hmm. funny song, actually. Well, and I'm seeing here that he was on Quelle Chris's album from last year, which obviously he like traffics in the comedy rap genre for sure. And uh, um, he also has serious moments. He he goes back and forth. Um, but this this song is definitely uh, has some punchlines to it, which are good. And it's about uh, a topic that I feel like most people are kind of feeling right now after the whole Facebook debacle. Uh, the song's called Hashtag Never Use the Internet Again, <laughs> which um, it, it comes up with some, some good life advice on how to be a better friend, how to, yeah. uh, how to be more social, how to not care about what other people think about you or present a facade to other people. And it shows off Edon's incredible producing and DJ skills and Homeboy Sandman's great delivery. Uh, so let's get into this. This is Homeboy Sandman and Edon with hashtag never use the internet again. Jacking off my ego Anything to get a fucking like One day I decided I should get a fucking life Get it right Social networks are not the only infection CPS be fucking up Catch sense of direction Thought your navigation skills had to be flawed You ain't no left from right When your battery died Bitch The homies in your posse all be waiting But you too busy checking tumble porno masturbating Maybe you should be a better friend Never use the internet again Never use the internet again Like a fucking person, match.com like an online pimp. Step to a girl in real life, you fucking win. Internet journalism is what you're gonna find. Everyone who can't get paid for it does it online. Most of the ones online is getting paid, suck too. Fuck you. I swear I'm about to motherfucking lose it. YouTube has ads on all the best music for all the worst music. YouTube awards, did you forget you can't have awards? You're the fucking internet. This shit is like a motherfucking drug. That all goes away if I pull a fucking plug. Put your face on something on which you can depend. Never use the internet again. Never use the internet again. Ooh. Never use the internet again. Come on. Never use the internet again. Ooh. Never use the internet again. Come on. Never use the internet again. Ooh. Never use the internet again. Come on. Never use the internet again. Ooh. Never use the internet again. Come on.
happen and i know that like i don't know why i know this but i know that horny luke is kind of like you're you're like on edge a little bit and you're a you're a real go-getter you know and i i was like i gotta horn him up a little bit for the rest of the episode for the best performance yeah um i i loved all the sentiments in that were great um just about doing things in the real world as opposed to doing them online. And I was thinking about this the other day, how it's like the scales of life even out where it's like the internet can be such this great thing. Like the internet obviously brings you so many amazing things. I mean, obviously just information at your fingertips, but also like you see people like making businesses like with YouTube and stuff like that, where it's like these avenues didn't exist before. And now people are making money and, you know, making a living off that. But then so much bad you know the scales always even out and so it's mm-hmm. like then you get just all the horrible things of the internet too and it's like and just becoming accustomed to it yeah you really sometimes might not realize all the things that you you're missing out on the part about maps like no oh, joke dude that's i need to start not using maps because I i'm like when my phone i uh was going to see my sister in grand rapids and i was like staying downtown and driving to her place and like it was by luck that i actually got there because my phone died like right before i got there and i'm like i don't live in this city i have (laughs) no clue where i'm going luckily i found got into their building somehow and found them but my uh my dad will still he'll when we're going out of town somewhere he'll he'll print it off how are you getting there and i'll say I have no idea. I'll yeah. figure it out oh. as I'm driving. And then he'll be like, let's look at all these maps I have. And he has like maps of like almost every state and map of the whole United States. And he'll be like, you're probably going to go down 75 and then around Virginia, you'll break off on I-80. And then <laughs> and it, it's just like I do wish that I would do that sometimes because if something happened to my phone, I'm going to be lost right. in the backwoods of Kentucky. And I'm gone. No I, one I'm wants that. Never coming back. Yeah, my dad will do that. They are brothers, our dads. Um, they are. Cause which makes sense because he'll be like, oh, where? how are you getting there? I'm like, I don't know. I'll probably just put it in maps. He's like, you should. And then that's all I hear. I don't hear anything. <laughs> I'm just zoning You're you like, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah dad. Okay. Put it into maps. Uh, I told you. <laughs> I think Apple Maps knows a little bit better than you. You use maps. Yeah. but You don't use Waze. I do sometimes use Waze. Since I updated my phone, they're both shit. They both keep fucking up on me. Mm, how yeah. so? Um, <laughs> like I'll mi- they aren't rerouting. Like if I miss a turn or something, really? it'll just huh. keep. Yeah. It won't. All right, guys, stay away from the new update. It, yeah. It messes. No, your this maps is like up. I'm like many updates behind. You All right, should not great. Well, this part. <laughs> well, you're screwed. Um, the the other part besides the the map or you know the directions part that I uh, really identify with is just that like kind of describing social media and the internet as like almost like an opiate like you're just mindlessly going through 
and I will I'll just mindlessly scroll through Instagram, scroll through Reddit, yeah. and like not retain anything at all. Mm-hmm. And it's it is addicting and it makes you a uh, a worse person, but it's also nice as well to kind of be able to just zone out and do mindless right. stuff. It's No, but I really I feel like you know, the golden age of the internet is kind of coming to a close where it's like we were in the honeymoon period. Now we've known for a while that they're tracking everything we do and selling our information. But now it's like, okay, it seems like it's, you know, getting to be more uh, trouble than it's worth. So I feel like, I mean, obviously everyone's still going to use it and we're all still going to be dependent. But I feel like there is a wave of people being like, okay, this is getting a little out of hand. And um, I like, I used to use Facebook and I only use it to you know, promote our show and stuff now, but it's like, I look on there and I'm like, why am I even still on here? Okay. I follow the rapper, the game on Facebook. I don't remember why. Like, it's not like I follow a lot of like celebrities or anything. He posts all those videos that are like some dude and his girlfriend and she's like super hot and like a tight dress. And it's like, when your girlfriend does this and he posts like a million Uh, of uh them and the girl's always like sporting major cleavage. And I'm like, just go to my Facebook feed at work. I'm like the game. What are you doing here, man? Making me look bad. Come on the game. And it's funny that you bring up the game because I was just, uh, singing one of his songs in my head this week. And, um, (laughs) <laughs> he's there, great His there's Facebook a line there's a line that he's like um i'm not going nowhere so you should get to know me and um i'm like uh where have you been i <laughs> did get to know you and you did go somewhere i haven't heard from you in a while he's, he's so. still doing some stuff it's and just yeah, yeah. So. um but spe- but beyond the lyrics the production Ooh. uh yeah that end part was very interesting just yes. like major cutting and scratching and muting certain parts and uh yeah that's cool edon is a wizard you should listen to beauty and the beat if you liked that production that is what the entire album sounds like and um each song bleeds into the next song on that album so it's like one continuous track for like 38 minutes Hmm. and it's it's so good um and yeah uh it's a great song totally agree except i would say use the internet to like talk about our show and share our our yeah podcast please do to that your friends but otherwise never Only use our it podcast again. nothing else no that's it just use the internet for that i think that would be using it for good and um you'll be all right well it's everything in moderation you know because it's like you you gotta decide for yourself if your use is healthy or that's true productive or not you know and I think the most productive thing you can do is promote is to our share show. our podcast, best song ever, at best song ever pod. So that was Homeboy Sandman and Edon with hashtag Never Use the Internet Again from a forthcoming album, which is coming out on Stone's Throw. All right. Well, my uh, first song comes from band from the Great White North. This is veteran Vancouver band Frog Eyes. Ah, yeah. Mm. That's what they called me in elementary school Old once I got frog these eyes. spectacles. Did they really call you frog eyes? Yes. They, uh. I mean, the teachers and the staff, they were very charming. <laughs> well, that's no. not cool at all. <laughs> no. I actually had it pretty easy as far as bullying goes. No one really bullied me. And, mm-hmm. boy, 
Except for now, uh, retroactively, my girlfriend Kyle bullies me when she looks at my school pictures because, like, I was ripe for bullying. I had, <laughs> I had a mole on my chin. Yes. I had some dorky glasses mm. and braces all in fifth grade. Mm. Although, actually, there was one girl who would bully me, and it hurt even more because I thought she was cute and she made fun of my hairy oh. mole. Oh man! I I'm sorry. It's that, okay. That's hard to swallow. I'm moleless now, so <laughs> that's the only trauma I had to endure. But anyway, let's talk about Frog Guys. No, let's, one, no yeah. one called me that. But um, this band debuted 17 years ago, and now they're releasing their final album. You're familiar with them, I take it. I am, um, mainly because I'm a huge fan of Spencer Krug who was in Wolf Parade and a bunch of different stuff, and he had a stint of time where he played keyboards for Mm. Frog Eyes. Uh, He never was the songwriter or or, uh, singer, which is where I like him the most, but he was in Frog Eyes for a couple albums. That songwriter and singer is Carrie Mercer, um, which, yeah, this band was new to me, um, but they're, they're making their final album now. I got in just in time for their going out of business sale <laughs> um frontman carrie mercer said we were trying to pretend it was our first record when there's no expectation that anyone will actually listen so that kind of giving that freedom no rules just right outback outback, outback steakhouse rules yeah yeah i i like that well i guess not rules but Outback Steakhouse uh, yeah, motto. There's no rules. Right, there's no rules. And that's a nice way to live your life, yeah. a la The Purge or something like that. And it's a great way to make music. Yeah, it is. Because that freedom made this album very unique and strange and cool. And you'll get a taste of that on this song, Idea Man. And maybe it's because of the title, but it's also kind of just the vibe of the first like verse. Uh, it reminds me of Ocean Man by Ween. Don't know if you're familiar with that, I'm but not. but Carrie Mercer has a very distinct voice, and it sounds like different on the different songs and within songs. Like halfway through the song, it kind of shifts, and he starts belting it out. And I swear to you, it is an uncanny Bowie. He sounds so much like mm. Bowie in the second half of this song. Have you heard this song yet? No, I haven't actually. Um. I know there have been a couple singles, and I've been meaning to listen to them, but I have not heard this. Well, I have an idea, man. Why don't we listen to Idea Man? That's a great idea, man. Here we go. Idea Man by Frog Eyes. You're the one I want to see. The restless I lost to see. I'll play about the water's blue. The polygraph is scratch is true And yes, you do remember But I don't know who we're of Cheat a fool like a kid And dress into your twisted skin Pretty skin With the phone You could and cold Stomp out into the rain Without reprieve, this cushion of my marble leaves when you ask me to resemble.
Yeah, that was totally strange and existed like in its own world, which I appreciate. And you're totally right about his voice going full, right. full Bowie there at the uh, at the end. Uh, yeah, his voice is just so strange um, and it's great. And I, is there like a delay effect or like layered or something there which just makes it sound so much cooler yeah and that's what like uh it, i was recently reading about like the beatles first like experimented with that method of like double tracking vocals putting one on one side one on the other and like kind of making it off a little bit yeah and i'm not sure if that's just a placement thing or if this was like another take where he's singing some of the lines off but it really makes a cool feeling when you listen to it you have kind of two voices a little off and it's kind of surreal um and that's like a lot of the structure too like you said it exists in its own world like structure's kind of strange too it's kind of starting and stopping Mm -hmm. and then going into that groove at the end and like the new song they released too is also just like very interesting structure and uh you can tell they just uh, kind of wanted to do whatever they wanted and didn't let anything hold them back. Yeah, and they've always been a little on the weirder side, but I feel like this uh, it's the structure is almost that there isn't a structure, which is fun, and I feel like they embrace that maybe a little bit more here than they have in past outings, which I think is very fun and interesting and unpredictable. I'm glad we got to give them a little send-off, even though I've never really been into their band that much. So, sad to see you go, guys, but this album's but great. But we love to watch you leave. But we love to watch that froggy butt. Mm. So that was Frog Eyes with Idea Man from Violet Psalms, their last album, out May 18th on Paperback Records. Uh, it's funny that you ended up talking. Oh, is that funny? Yeah, it was. it's so funny. You'll, you'll laugh. 
that you ended up talking about um like engineers and how they didn't <laughs> yeah they didn't <laughs> use an engineer right yeah and um my next song comes from uh someone who went to school thinking that uh she was going to be an audio engineer worked with some people on some projects and found out you know i have a voice here i want to release my own music hmm. and um took the skills that she learned in school and engineered her uh this debut single it's her first single ever and uh it's just so great also uh related to talking about this kind of the structurelessness of that song uh this song is very much uh structured very pop oriented and um great sound to it and i i really like this song a lot it's very good to just to blast on the old radio so make sure you got your fingies on that hot volume button Ooh, i got it um so this is tanners and it's the moniker of new york city based songwriter producer engineer tanner peterson uh like i said i was hoping it was a family band with all the full house characters i i know you were and i'm sorry to disappoint they're too busy with fuller house yeah, right now I know. so um, but you know, like, like I said, uh, Tanner went to, um, study audio engineering at NYU. She became this big proponent of women being their own engineers in music and, um, kind of embracing this, the, uh, the way she's gone about it. She actually gave a Ted talk on this oh, very wow. subject, which is pretty cool. And, um, all of this bef- before she's you know even released her first single and i got it for you and it's so good it's called holy water and it is about kind of the the beauty and electricity born and when you allow yourself to be enveloped and be vulnerable uh by the ocean she's Mm. very much into the ocean and and being in the ocean and that feeling of kind of being tossed around by it not having control oh it's the best it is it is the best and it also is obviously applicable to life um how you can kind of live like that and let life Mm kind of take you where it wants to go and how that can be holy water uh for you to kind of um enrich your life so Let's take a listen to Tanners with Holy Water.
what a nice little poppy nug felt very aquatic uh certain sounds mm-hmm. made it feel like sound like waves cresting and breaking and uh yeah, it was really cool how she captured that kind of sentiment with the music i uh dug the synths and everything her mm-hmm. her vocals were great i loved that fuzzed out bass the most yes. that was uh what i kept finding myself focusing on um yeah great great composition uh i liked when you're talking about her uh being an audio engineer and i feel like a lot of people you know i went to school for film and i feel like in more creative uh pursuits and like uh jobs like that you'll often find like people you know you go to something close to what you want to do like audio engineering when it's like what she really wants to be doing is playing music Mm and um i mean engineers that is a that is a invaluable craft and it's like i i know somewhat about audio and nowhere near those people and so that's pretty cool that she was able to still use that knowledge but that eventually realized that like that wasn't what she wanted to be doing she wanted to actually be performing the music right yeah and and kind of yeah embracing that creating her own sound and also i think um that time studying audio engineering really allowed her to have kind of that um that eye as she's making these songs and um every sound is intentional and um it's kind of has a subtlety to it in a way like nothing is overdone there's kind of you know just a little guitar Mm -hmm. that comes in at points but it's all in service to kind of progressing the song and i don't know everything just blends so well that fuzzed fuzzed out bass was like perfect perfect amount of it where it wasn't overpowering but it was still uh you could still hear it and groove to it for sure yeah i am very excited to hear what else uh she has in in store for us because uh the press release says keep your eyes out for uh, more tanner's music coming soon uh there's no album or anything yet but uh having this be her debut single uh, is very promising first first song she's ever released and this she she nailed it yep so. bob saget and the gang they nailed it they sure did um, the tanner family band as i like to call it yep john stamos and those weird little twins hey you cut it out you know what i mean yeah. all right so that was tanner's with holy water which is out now check it out again <laughs> you can you can listen to it again on on your streaming services uh, and make sure you follow her and and be interested in what she has coming out because I feel like we're probably going to get some sort of album or EP from her sometime this year. So watch out for that. Do you think when uh, they added those those twins to Full House that were like John Stamos's kids, yeah, that the Olsen twins were like, uh, what the fuck? You said we had to play one person, and now you wrote literal twins into the show but you couldn't write in twins for us i i do wonder if they did that or if they were kind of like um you know because they started out as babies so they it would be hard to have two babies in a scene being being all baby like but i feel like they were probably inspired by the olsen twins to be like Man, they have a great energy together. We need to get twins on this show. <laughs> you get some twins. So maybe they took it as a compliment or 
maybe they just didn't give a shit. I think that's just a big old middle finger from the producers of Full House to the Olsen twins. Sure. And they're probably responsible for everything that happened after that yeah. time in their lives. Yeah. So, so whoever, whoever you are, producers, just know that's what happened. All right. So, you know, a lot of music we play uh, is often sent to us. And, uh, but from week to week, my music consumption, uh, changes. And, uh, this week I was listening to the last song I played, Frog Eyes, Idea Man, and just went down a SoundCloud wormhole mm. and found some fun stuff. And I'm glad cause I was uh, waiting on one of these songs and I'm glad I get to play, uh, these other two songs, this one and my last one I'm going to play came from that, uh, wormhole and, uh, or a frog hole, if you will. Or it was a frog hole, yes, yeah. indeed. And uh, this song comes from a band from Portlandia, baby. Old Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. This is the band Lithics. You ever heard of them? No. Shut up. They're new. You probably wouldn't know about them. I, I just said no. I don't know why <laughs> you said shut up. And you know, and then knowledge shamed just, me. Just shut up for a second, Brian. You know... Uh, we as a collective, as humanity, are trying to keep Portland weird. You, we've talked about it on the show before. I mean, I, I, I am personally, I have no, like, I don't do anything to try and keep oh, Portland dude, weird. You're not, you're not doing your part to keep Portland weird. No, I'm doing absolutely nothing to okay. keep Portland weird. I could, um, I've thought about moving to Portland because I have friends who move there, and I Just feel your like very presence would make it exactly. Weird. Which, but I've, uh, so I guess maybe I'm actively working against it being weird. Although I, uh, I will say, yeah, Portland, you can stay weird if you want. Well, I think that should be the new slogan: Portland, you can stay weird if you want. Well, your um, your lack of keeping Portland weird hopefully will be balanced out by this band because that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, they make art punk, which is my just that sweet spot, my favorite, dissonant and danceable at the same time. Mm. And uh, you know, I've been loving the new Parquet Courts, and I feel like mm. I go through cycles in like the style of music that's really grabbed me, and sometimes it lines up with the new stuff coming out. So I was like just finding some good stuff like that like post-punk that's decently experimental and weird and uh still pretty catchy and danceable and uh that's what lithics give us these fucking weirdos here just Mm. keeping portland weird and uh before we listen brian i want to ask you can i be myself sure same excuse in your mouth there's always an excuse in your mouth brian no can i see my dog (laughs) <laughs> you don't. These are lyrics in the song. You don't have a dog. You're gonna I understand. Am so confused. Yeah, that's true. Um, can I keep Portland weird? Is the more important question. Yeah, you can. Excuses. I, it's always excuses with you, you Brian. Can do it. <laughs> it's like you're an excuse generator, which is the song we're about to listen to. So let's get into it. Here is Lithics with Excuse Generator. I'm very confused. <laughs>
Yes. No no question. Will you let me see my dog now? Sure. Yeah. Uh you don't have a dog. You... Well, no. I thought that I thought that Lemon was my dog. No. You were just keeping her for a few years. Heck no. <laughs> oh. And it's she's only a year and a half, my my see, my dog. I so. was confused every time you asked me a dog sit. I was like, I mean, it's my dog. I'll, of course I'll come look <laughs> after it for the weekend. No, you can never see we're gonna have to go into dog custody battle here and yep. I feel like I'm gonna win because I have all the paperwork and you have like no claim or right to her whatsoever. So this is uh, this is interesting to me because I was listening to an album from a songwriter I really, really like, and I wanted to play a song, and they were doing the kind of off-tune guitar like is in this song, mm-hmm. but not good. All right. And I feel like it's a fine line of being able to pull that off and mm-hmm. make it sound good, but also kind of grating but in just the right way. It's, it's that sweet spot. That and I was they, talking about. they yeah. definitely uh, hit that sweet spot. The bass is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Super weird. You know, if this is what they mean by keep Portland weird, yeah, I, I will. I'll try and do my part uh, to keep Portland weird. Well. They don't really need you, so you can fuck off. Um, cause I Lithics thought you were just arguing it. that I should be doing what I can. <laughs> no. Man, yeah, geez, you can. there's no winning with you. I was just saying, Lithics is pulling your weight anyway, so you're good. Um, yeah, those wiry guitars going uh, kind of all over the place is great. And again, a kind of strange structure with the guitar dropping out and the bass kind of coming front and center. Um the main those guitar parts feel very mechanical to me and just the whole Mm -hmm. thing like it's very repetitive her voice is kind of monotoned robotic um it makes me think of like the franz ferdinand take me out video where there's like the factory and these weird robot arms Mm -hmm. and stuff um which i i like that style um and but then there's some it's it's kind of repetitive and but then they find ways to surprise you a little bit and do little variations like we talked about with the guitar dropping out and all that but the lyrics do you do you understand a little more now when i was asking about my dog Mm -hmm. and can i be myself but i like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. idea of like can i like pretty much doing anything you know there's always an excuse not to this there's a saying that goes something like that and just being like can i be myself don't come at me with excuses and that can relate to so many things you know um you're always fucking coming down on me when i'm trying to be myself and so that's true um classic brian that's that's what i like doing i like beating you down yeah trying to make you into like some spineless you know yeah, just like, conform you're trying to make me conform yeah, which you should you you should conform um i think conformity is the answer just another brick in the wall huh that's right man you gotta build the wall build the wall <laughs> build that wall without the bricks build the wall. wall build that wall <laughs> but yeah this is a very new band their uh, debut album mating surfaces is out may 25th on kill rock stars that was lithics with excuse generator Hopefully Brian will stop making excuses. Man, I, I I blacked out there for a second and my eyes just went red mega hat. 
and uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I feel like I probably was not my best self. I think that may have been a side effect of your time on the Roseanne writing staff recently. I, I, I think it was. <laughs> I feel like I start having these like weird dreams, and I'm like, are they memories? And, you know, like, I, I feel as though I was damaged um, yeah. in some sort of way. So I apologize about uh, anything I may have said uh, there. Yeah, it was rough. Um, I would call in Michael Cohen to fix this for me because he's a fixer, but he's in a little bit of legal yep. trouble right now. So I'll he's, have uh, to figure he's out another way. He's got three clients, so this <laughs> <laughs> plate's pretty full. Yeah. So I'm going to move on to uh, Bolivian American electronic artist. And um, this is the first song I've ever heard from her. And I am very intrigued want to hear more she has released four albums in the last four years which i had no clue about i feel very uh very alicia silverstone right now clueless um <laughs> and it's like blast from the past with brendan fraser no 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 clueless man um and this is like so far up my alley um it should be illegal in 25 states but it's not it is very legal, and I highly recommend you check this out, which we're going to do right now. This is, of course, Alicia Crampton, and... Um, <laughs> it's like, Silverstone? What? No. She's getting in the music game? Alicia, not Alicia. Oh, okay. It's E-L-Y-S-I-A. That was very confusing. <laughs> it is. Um, And I should have thought that through, but I did not. You should have maybe maybe picked a uh, different actress. <laughs> um, So... Alicia Crampton, she describes her sound as a surrealistic, politically charged mix of jarring samples and influences ranging from uh, southern rap and crunk to classical music to some different Latin American sounds as mm -hmm. well. Um, and this song does a good job of kind of uh, tricking you into thinking you know what this song sounds like. And then realizing there was like this underlying uh, uh this underlying structure and sound that you're missing it's a it's an interesting uh ride and i think you're gonna enjoy it uh let's take a listen to alicia crampton with ascalo <laughs>
Now you said that would be tricky. Mm-hmm. And this is some sticky hat smoke it. <laughs> doob doob doob. Four twenty. Smoke weed every day. Um, all right. I, that didn't really trick me that much, except for the part where I heard a voice and thought it was you speaking on the microphone, but it was actually in the song. So the part where um, it kind of drew more on like Middle Eastern influence uh, song songs did not uh, come out of nowhere for you. I, I mean, I feel like it was not going in that direction. And then it happened and it made total sense. See, it felt like from the beginning there was a lot going on that no one particular thing really took me off guard. It was very pretty, but kind of chaotic. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, wondering where it was going. And it kind of stayed. I was wondering if maybe that was the trickiness you were talking about. It was going to just like totally switch up. But it stayed kind of even. But yeah, it did. Uh, did change up a little bit but i was expecting something more more pronounced no it, i was m- mainly meaning just that kind of mix of cultural music that was happening and um i was not the first time i heard it the kind of um that kind of middle eastern sounding music mm-hmm. when that kicked in i was like whoa i was not expecting that but it sounds perfectly at home here yeah it was cool like the the bongos and the more um organic instruments being mixed with the heavy synths and sound effects and different things um yeah very interesting yeah it's uh it's a weird little song and you said that it's pretty and i agree it also like um makes me feel sad in a way like i i feel like there is kind of a sadness in there um, which is, I haven't really um, experienced that much with, I, I guess maybe I have with mm. like movie scores or something. But like with electronic music, I haven't really connected like emotionally with melancholy in a way, which I feel like is very present in this song. And I, I, I that's maybe what drew me yeah, into it so that. much. Um, just, I, I don't know what that is or where she was at when she made the song but i feel like there there's some story there that that we don't know and um that makes it all the more intriguing to me picking up that story through the sound don't even need lyrics that's right so that was alicia crampton with ascalo which is from her upcoming album alicia crampton out april 27th on break world records which is a great record label name break world records it's no dirty bingo. <laughs> Just kidding. Dirty bingo is pretty good. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of other ones I like. But I, I was can't. I was looking at our past episodes. Fat possums, obviously oh, a fun that's one. A great one. Um, but anyway, f- forget all that. Yeah. So my next song is probably the one I'm most excited for you to hear, um, because this came out last week and I uh, didn't tell you. I really wanted to tell you, you need to listen to this album. You need to. But I was holding back so I didn't ruin the surprise. So when I say the words, city so damn great, I feel like Alexand. What does that bring to mind for you? I It's on the tip of my brain. I can't think of it. Um, This might help you. Ah, Chance um, the Rapper. Yeah. yeah. Featuring Saba. Who sings uh, that chorus? Oh yeah, nice. Have okay. You, have you listened to? I haven't any yet. Of this set? Yeah. Okay. So 
Yeah, when I first heard Saba. <laughs> exactly. Um, I it, got my city doing front flips. Sorry. That's Chance's part. That's not Saba's part. I don't care whose um, part it is. I just I love that part. But I thought he was just a singer because, you know, I heard him sing on Chance song and um, then listened to his uh, second album, which just came out, Care For Me, which is funny because uh, that Drake song just came out that is uh, sampling that. Lauren Hill song X Factor, mm-hmm. and so every time I hear "Care for Me," I think "Care for Me, Care for Me." You always said mm. you'd be there for me, but um, this album is incredible, and uh, I just like I said, I only thought he was a singer, and then just I had no idea he was a rapper on this level, and um, it, it's just amazing, and uh, the sort of uh, connective like narrative thread that goes throughout it is um. He talks a lot about the death of his cousin, Walter, who was also a really good friend of his and uh, artist as well. He went under the name John Waltz and uh, he was stabbed coming off of uh, public transportation in Chicago last year. And uh, so that's something that he'll touch on like throughout the album. It's really he does a really good job of blending different topics you know like i mean that's how we experience things in life just thinking about like this connects to this and he just does a really good job of connecting that and kind of talking about that throughout the album and then it culminates on the song prom slash king which is um kind of the climax where he tells the whole story about that and it's kendrick level storytelling it's phenomenal Mm. but that is not the song i picked i picked the one right before it and um, like I said, he covers a lot of topics. And uh, this song, why I picked this one was I really liked the sort of statement. It's kind of talking about the music industry, but goes deeper than that. You know, it relates to art and commercialism just in general. And so, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that a little after. But I also feel like this song demonstrates his lovely singing voice as you may have heard on the chance songs but also uh his just insane rapping ability and his amazing writing so let's uh get into it here is saba with gray the best song is probably on the b-side won't be surprised when the label denied the so great The best song is probably on the demo But that's not the one that got you your limo, limo The single, the one that wasn't as honest But this is what they say make you the hottest and okay Sometimes I think about the pressures of our artists And what it takes to get caught a success Even with no college, we barely even considered Don't label me with them niggas Infatuation with plastic, I wanted it to be realer First they wanted it hip-hop And then they wanted gorilla And then they wanted drug dealer And then they wanted a dancer Now they want a drug addict Infatuation with plastic White girl wanna be sister Driver wanna be walker And walker wanna be sitter The best song was probably on the B-side Won't be surprised when the label denied the song Gray. Gray. 
Best song is probably on the demo But that's not the one that got you Yeah, limo, limo, Single the one that wasn't as honest But this is what they say make you the hardest And okay Sometimes I think about the pressures of the label and what it takes to get paid for. Discovering art they ain't no existed. I know it ain't your intention to try and change me. Multi-million your children, private school late attending, and album selling what did it. I shuck and jive a good nigga. Spit the pot and I'm silent. I'ma give you your single and you just give me the finance. Saba, if it's so bad, then hey, why the hell are they signing? Cause sit to wanna be walker and walker wanna be driving. The best song was probably on the B side. Won't be surprised when the label denied the so That song is probably on the demo, but that's not the one that got you your limo, limos, The single, the one that wasn't as honest, but this is what they say make you the hardest and okay. fantastic his uh his rapping is just so interesting his rapping voice is not at all what i was expecting like not one bit um in a good way uh i you know i was you had led me to believe i was going to find his rapping to be really good and that was not disappointing now you're like and that was not the case i'm like what but uh there he was very interesting he had his own defined style which is one of the reasons i love rap so much there's just so much uh complexity to what you can do in the genre that you can't necessarily do in other genres and this displays that uh so well from uh him going to singing and then he I don't know it's it's just such a fast kind of spoken word rapping style that um you don't hear everyone doing and he just has a his his own flavor to it I, I really liked it a lot yeah and um well that's that's what I feel like is really unique about him and like 
he comes out of that Chicago scene, which everyone, every new person that comes out of there, I'm just amazed with. Obviously, it was mm-hmm. like Chance, Jemila Woods, No Name, now Saba. It's like they each have their own style, you know, and I'm just blown away by their talent and also very young. He's only 23. Mm-hmm. And um, the he, I feel like, bridges that gap between like the modern sort of Chicago sound like chance and old school jazz rap, which Mm -hmm. obviously you could tell on that the beat is really jazzy. And I feel like they must've used like live band mixed in with some samples, but um, that's like the whole album feels very um, like somber and kind of understated. um, But obviously it has its highs and lows energy wise, like you heard there, but I feel like his delivery it can be very like chill and effortless and then it hits even harder when he like goes beast mode like that but i love this idea of the best songs probably on the b side and the singles the one that wasn't as honest because like uh bombadil like you know i interviewed uh the guy from that band and like a lot of indie bands like that where they're like kind of known um but not household names like their number one song is a love song which like compared to the other songs on the album it's like oh well that one's good it's just kind of like forgettable Mm -hmm. compared to the rest of them but just because it's easily digestible like that and so he's kind of making that comment on like the industry of like oh no like we don't want you to be too real because people won't buy that you know and then the product is everything's gray just like all this oversaturation of just like mediocrity and Mm. um uh, i think that's definitely you know we've got a lot of broken systems in our country and world and the music industry is definitely one that needs a lot of work and i feel like uh this this just idea of like commercialism over artistic integrity uh extends to a lot of things like films like yeah, I've been watching, talking about Ready Player One a lot, mm-hmm. and I just feel like there's choices they made in that that took away some of the niche nerd charm from the book to appeal to a wider audience, and it's kind of a bummer. It's like, I understand, like, you want to appeal to a lot of people. I don't know that there's a good solution. I'm just like... Yeah, it's, it's tricky. It um, sucks, because then there's, like, other other amazing art that could have existed but it doesn't because of a financial decision you know Mm -hmm. yeah and you know as much as you also love the the marvel cinematic universe i mean that's oh that's just uh essentially you know a corporation at this point um, right just coming up with any character side character they can to combine them together to push a product um and a lot of the uh you know the best movies that you can see are though are not the ones that you're gonna hear about um and i agree with the sentiment um of sometimes the the best songs are on the b-side or the best bands are like the b-side bands or or unknown as well yeah and that's the thing i'm like because we we should have learned by now like all the things that have been flops and critics tore them apart and then historically like they're great pieces of art like I think Velvet Underground like were just like they did terribly and like uh, even like a show like Seinfeld was like almost not picked up and like things like that like throughout history we've 
made poor people made poor uh, uh like artistic choices based on finance and you would think by now we'd have some sort of middle ground um but but at the same time there's something comfortable and nothing wrong with enjoying that sort of um manufactured thing that is manufactured to be enjoyable you know that's true and it it can be um I, i don't know it's it's a complicated it issue. It is. That's why I wanted to talk about it. But that's the thing. It's like, think about Carrie Fukunaga's It and uh, Lord and Miller's Solo, a Star Wars story. It's just like, I just think those could have been amazing, but we'll never know. And now a sort of watered down version will be presented to the public mm. because the studio is like, oh, get them off of there. Um I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, there's no there's no easy solution. I just wish that. And that's the thing. The gray metaphor kind of I don't even think this is how it's intended. But another uh, interpretation I drew from it was like, you know, like gray areas, like not being so black and white. And it's like it should be. And, you know, as a naive kid, you think like, oh, well, like good art is made like music, like you make a good song label puts it out people recognize that's good and consume it and it's like it's not that simple it's right. like good is so subjective and um but that's the thing that frustrates me a lot of the time it's like i don't know you just like people are often don't want to take these risky moves because it's like something like daring and different and then you see like society and our cultural consciousness adjust to things as a whole like that are stupid where it's like we're gonna adjust to it either way whatever you put out there and we all adjusted to edm in pop music and it's like Mm. it could have been something different right i don't know yeah um no that's true um i will say though there's nothing like a really great and true a side single like I I do think that sometimes some of the best stuff is the unheard things, but when you nail a really great single song, it's fantastic. That's true. This song, by the way, great. Like I said, it's not in that top five Spotify. It's a deeper cut, mm-hmm. and it's it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you like uh, mainstream mass produced garbage poo poo like reality shows (laughs) i like reality we've been over this i like reality competition shows competition like it makes it any better i just wanted to take a shot at you that was that was fun (laughs) but yeah you need to definitely dig into this album i think you will love it um i will and you know i um i was listening to this song and thinking yeah this is good i i like it a lot and then the end happens where it's like straight up jazz uh like you're at at a jazz club you know listening to a jazz band play yeah jazz hands flying all over the place and he's just going to town rapping and i'm like this is so good it it took it up to a whole nother level it's so jazzy i need ryan gosling to explain it to me (laughs) (laughs) exactly so that was sava with gray from care for me out now all right so for for all those who are keeping uh, score at home, right now, Luke is winning 
two to nothing the people's champ two to nothing i only have one song left so it seems like math is against me um there's really only one way that i could even come close or tie there's only one way i could tie and that would be if i have a song that luke reached out for but i got instead and i believe that may be the case you know it is yeah i don't have to believe i i know it is uh yeah go ahead tell the people so when one of us reaches out for a song and uh the other one has already gotten it that is an automatic point in that person's uh score so automatic point for me two to one so now the score is two to one and uh i'm uh, anticipating you to give this a stamp of approval because you were going to reach out for it mm-hmm. so most likely once you do give it that stamp of approval it'll be tied at two to two but let's talk about the song because it's a great song it's like so infectious that the cdc should try and figure out a cure for it because it's going to cause a worldwide virus oh shit it's like so addicting it should be like illegal like heroin or something am i right yeah i mean i don't know what the song is but yeah it sounds like you'd be right yeah it's the essex green oh yeah with the song sloan ranger i was hoping you're gonna have one more rule of three no (laughs) i gave up i I don't know that's okay um but yeah you you know this song it's so good um the Essex Green are an interesting band that I had actually never really listened to before. Me neither. Um, and I feel like I should have because they were connected to the Elephant Six Collective. Elephant Sixers. Uh, with, with uh, you know, Neutral Milk Hotel, um, the Microphones, and... Right. Elf the, Power. Yeah. The fantastic bands that I've been into, but this somehow escaped my, uh, my field of vision. They formed in Brooklyn in 1998 and released four albums between 1999 and 2006, and then they have not made an album since. And they kind of each went their own ways to do some random weird things. Um, uh, One of the members wanted to build a houseboat and travel along some rivers. Another one returned to... uh, Another one returned to his home state and led a local fermentation effort. And then the another one went back to uh, Montana to study elk rutting. So they Whoa. They did weird environmental things. That's cool. Which is kind of fun. And Do you then, know what elk rutting is? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna ask if you knew. Sh- should I look it up? <laughs> nope. It's, it's it's when you rut an elk. Um obviously. And they had uh, gotten together. I pictured it being like grabbing their antlers, like uh, like a rudder of a ship. Ah, it's rut. Oh, like tease. You you get them stuck in ruts, ah. or get them unstuck from ruts. Oh, that's probably what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's like you, helping them like apply for jobs and like get out of that shitty right. period in their life. <laughs> exactly. That, I mean. Yes, they're they're in a rut. You know, they've just had a midlife crisis, purchased a <laughs> Corvette. <laughs> got to get those elks out of their ruts um so yeah that's that's what she did and um they had gotten back together just to hang out back in 2015 and decided you know 
let's make music again together get the band back together and um i'm really happy they did based on this song it makes me want to go back and listen to them um these harmonies are just fantastic such a happy fun wonderful song and you can't help but smile and have a good time so let's listen to the essex green with sloan ranger
Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy, for sure. Uh, that is just joyous and jangly. Really has a vibe of those great Elephant Six bands, and like reminds me of like Bell and Sebastian, all the great jangly rock from the '90s era. For sure, yeah. And um, you know, I, I thought of a third thing to say when you said Rule of Threes. You know, um, so I'm gonna say it now. It's Do a little it. late, but you know, I thought of it while we, you know, listening to the the song and i thought maybe i'll say it now so i'm just gonna go so so perfectly horny it's like it just took cialis or i guess just 20 minutes ago it took cialis because i think it's like 20 to 30 minutes or something it takes to kick in or i don't know but anyway just listen to that song with the moaning yeah (laughs) hey yeah but yeah i'm really surprised i never heard them too because i uh went through a deep a deep elephant six phase while i was reading that 33 and a third book about in the airplane over the sea and you listen to all of them them. yeah Yeah. i don't know i don't know either but (laughs) but uh i i love it love the horns uh as you said suddenly horny that synth line is uh very like new pornographers he mm-hmm. reminds me of that definitely the the synth line and the uh repeating harmony is what really got this going for me um love this song also excited to hear what else this band has to offer so that was the essex green with sloan ranger from hardly electronic which is out june 29th on merge records well, I got some more Chicagans. I played uh, the great yeah. Saba from from Chicago, and this is uh, the band Deeper. You ever heard of them? Shut up. They're new. You probably never heard of them. I, I oh, have heard of you them. You have heard of them. Uh, yes. Oh, good. Yeah, this was actually sent to me, too, but I didn't see it. This band's been playing around Chicago for the past couple years. They've opened for the likes of Proto-Martyr, Omni, Whitney, and Nehi. So they, they know what they're doing, and... Uh, their self-titled debut album is out May 11th, and we're going to listen to the album opener, Pink Showers. And, well, you know what? I reached out for this song. Oh, shit. And I did, obviously you got it. So, oh, damn. Yeah, I, that's that's why I, I've, I've heard of it before. Whoa. And so, um, so that's you're going to kill me. Putting me in the lead again. What is that, 3-2 three, three now? Three to two now, and then we'll see after I listen to this song. Okay. Before it, it seems like I might be reading some Kanye tweets. Oh, yeah. And um, this song is interesting. It's kind of that post-punk I was talking about earlier, but kind of dreamy and uh, just really interesting how it gets to where it's going. And uh, this song was conceived through the gridlock of Chicago traffic and the pursuit to make your monotonous life feel meaningful. And we got a lot of May releases, which both our birthdays are in May. That's so true. these are our birthday presents. And you know the old saying, Deeper's pink showers bring May flowers. So let's oh, take a true. listen to Deeper with pink showers. <laughs>
Papaliki. Yeah, those yep. uh, guitars sound just as good as they did when I listened to it a while ago and asked for this song and wanted to play it. Uh, that's the star of the show to me. Uh, yeah, I like this song a lot. Uh, reminds me of the band Omni, which I like a lot. Yeah. And um, Chicago rock bands are great. And this yeah, is definitely. Uh, definitely proves that uh, to be true. I think you said it all. Um, I really, the only other thing I want to comment on this song, I really like that lyric, I can try. Don't you know that I'm no waste? And I feel like, you know, we as a people, and I myself am guilty of this, are bad at recognizing people's potential and will often sort of write people off. And so I like that being like, I might not be trying now, but I can try. I can do something that you are not aware of. And so give me a chance. And like they say, trying to find some meaning in your monotonous life. For sure. And I do feel like my life has no meaning because I lost so bad, just mm-hmm. like yep. Hillary Clinton uh, lost, like, <laughs> epically, like, the biggest in history. Like, um, that's how I feel. Lost the popular vote, if you count all the millions of votes that were illegal. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you are the winner. You're the winner of the episode. You won four to two. Congratulations, I guess. Fuck that. Fuck that, Brian. You know what? We're both reading Kanye tweets. I'm saying fuck the competition today. Right. We're in this together. I have one in particular that I really want to read. Get to it. All right. So uh, real quick, Kanye uh, said in one, in one of his past tweets that uh, he was going to write a book and that he was not going through a publishing company. He was giving it right to the people and that his Twitter account is now this book that he's publishing so um, that's interesting yeah so these tweets are uh some of them uh weird a lot of them are very philosophical and like it's like oh yeah this is pretty good yeah a lot of them i'm like yeah i agree with that (laughs) this is by far my favorite one um i love it here we go cars have four wheels hoodies have hoods It's amusing to me when someone says, this is an original hoodie. Bro, it's a hoodie. (laughs) Can I see that? Bro, it is a hoodie. Yeah, I liked that one. (laughs) It's so good. It's true. It's It's so true. I really like it, but I also wonder, like, why did you start with cars have four wheels? That's what I I don't understand. (laughs) And this is is a good snapshot of what you're going to get. A lot of truth nuggets with a lot of head scratchers. (laughs) <laughs> these are all I'm, I'm looking for one that i can make fun of and they're all just good points <laughs> i can't even I know. do it i like this one just stop lying about shit just stop lying <laughs> yeah that's a great <laughs> that's a good point that's, dude that's totally good um he talks a lot about authenticity he talks about people being actors uh and how their first acting coaches were their parents when they were treating them how to like live within society's norms it's pretty interesting stuff actually i gotta say i was ready to really not like this and i <laughs> and love great. it i love it i think um, it's fantastic i like this one sometimes you have to get rid of everything that's it <laughs> that's it. um but no hold on i did want to read one more that i just like i like he keeps saying like uh 
too much emphasis is put on originality. Feel free to take ideas and update them. And that's what I'm like. Every every work of art is really just a culmination of that person's influences. So it's like, yeah, I, I think there's should be some ownership. You know, you got to make money and stuff like that. But like we're all we're all sharing ideas. You shouldn't shouldn't be so aggressive with it. Absolutely. And I'm going to leave you with two tweets back to back and let this carry you through the week. Be here now. Be in the moment. The now is the greatest moment of our lives, and it just keeps getting better. The bad parts, the boring parts, the parts with high anxiety. Embrace every moment for its greatness. This is life. This is the greatest movie we will ever see. There's love stories, pain, happiness. It's three-dimensional. There's taste, touch, sound. It's the most entertaining form of entertainment. Just being. We believe time is a man-made construct. Actually, time and money are both man-made currency because you can spend them both. How many fucking characters was that? <laughs> that was I said two tweets back. Oh, to back. Okay. It's up to 240 right. now, so um, man. Kanye what? dropping yeah. the wisdom. Hey, I always loved him and have stood by him even when he said he would have voted for Trump and um, I'm glad that everyone can see his genius out on display on Twitter. So everyone, follow us on Twitter and follow Kanye West yeah, on Twitter. Mainly us. I really don't. <laughs> Kanye is fine. He's up to like 8.1 million followers. Whereas now, so. we really need your help. Guys, Guys, never use the internet again, but follow us on Twitter. All right. One last thing to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. <laughs> All right, first off, shouts to Post Animal, another great Chicago band. Uh, when I Think of You in a Castle, that is coming out this week. That's great. The uh, home to old Joe Carey of Stranger Things fame. Uh, Alexis Taylor, I played him, the front man of Pot Chip. His um, beautiful thing. That's going to be great. Shouts to that. Shouts to Lord Huron with Vide Noir. Um, he's, a, he's a Michigander originally, and uh, I... All their albums are great. Uh, shouts to Elky. I just played Without the Eye oh, last yeah. week. Bad Metaphors EP. That's out tomorrow. Um, and that's it for me. What Guys, all right. Music is cool, right? Yeah. We all can agree with, with that. Yes. Music is cool. It's neat. Uh, I don't really have any albums I'm excited for, besides okay. some of the ones that you mentioned. So I'm going to say this. The new game on PlayStation coming out today god of war gonna be like maybe the best game ever looks incredible ah kratos has a son he's in the norse kratos. mythology land kratos you dog he has a son he's trying to get rid of his wife's ashes and the norse gods are just trying to get him and you're adventuring and this is the craziest part of it it's a 35 ish hour long game and there are no camera cuts. One continuous shot the entire time. No fades to black. No cutting. It's insane. That's really phenomenal. And I am so excited to play it. So, buy that game. How hard is it to get rid of your wife's ashes? <laughs> Just open the 
the urn uh, and so go outside. Luke, they're trying to travel somewhere nice to spread them, and on this oh, travel, they get hijacked by some gods who are trying to kill them. Uh, because story of my life. He used to live in uh, the okay. Greek mythology. <laughs> that's, that's enough. That's enough. I just wanted to make my joke about the life sashes. The gods are mad. The gods must be crazy. Must be. They got those Pepsi bottles. Or is it yep. Coke bottles? I think it's Coke bottles. I think so, too. Like your Coke bottles when you were a little kid. Yep. Frog eyes. You can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. And as always, head over to GhettoBlasterMagazine.com and check out all the great content that's coming out there all the time. Thanks to our buddy, Silly Coley, Aaron Quillen, and his band Congress for letting us use our theme song, Pond Fight. Forget a blaster magazine. I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. That's not ever. Smoke weed every day. Uh-huh. <laughs>